This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities from Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Cassie is a nutritional consultant and the paleo food blogger behind fedandfit.com. Cassie has also authored two recipe ebooks, Cassie Joy's Fed and Fit Game Day Feast and Cassie Joy's Fed and Fit Holiday Feast. Each week, she will be joined by co-host Carissa Talbot. Carissa is the lady behind the widely popular Instagram and hashtag NoCookPaleo. Carissa is also the Chief Operating Officer for The Paleo Mom. If you enjoy the podcast, you can show your support by supporting another great small business. Place an order with the Granilla Bar and use the code FEDPLUSFIT at checkout so they'll know who sent you. That's the Granilla, spelled G-R-A-N-I-L-L-A, bar.com. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. Hello, everybody. Welcome back again to another episode of the Fed and Fit podcast. Today is episode number 13, and we're going to take a slightly different turn with today's episode. We have the inside scoop for you on the olive oil industry. And there's a lot of mixed media, mixed press. There's a lot of different things you can learn out there in the whole wide world of uh, Google documents and internet research. You can learn everything. And we are bringing you one of our trusted experts, Tony <laughs> Cassandrinos, um, to, to share some of his thoughts. But we're excited to get to that, and then before we get there, wanted to say hi to Carissa. What's up, Cassie? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? Excellent. What's what's new in your little area of Texas? Oh, my little area of Texas. <laughs> uh, well, my my sprouts are still sprouting. Good. <laughs> For my little garden that I'm working on, I didn't know how well squash does. I planted six, or I started six spaghetti squash plants. And um, I've already had to transplant them. My garden, my raised beds aren't finished yet. And so I'm just kind of telling all my little sprouts to have patience. Um, But the spaghetti squash are ready to go. So that's good. I just got back from the Gulf Coast with my two sisters, Kimberly and Samantha. We decided about three years ago, we were all in our mid-20s, that we wanted to you know, it's so easy to say that we have a natural friendship, the three of us do, and we're really lucky. Of course, we fought when we were younger, um, and we had the classic sibling problems, but we decided that we wanted to stay friends forever, and in order to, you know, really make that happen, you have to take some action. So we decided no matter what happens, every single year, we take three days to get away, just the three of us, and uh, and reconnect. And setting that precedent now before life is too complicated, you know, no kids or anything, we can That's make so it happen. Great. It's so fun. It's really great. You know, the if, for those of you listening that have siblings, uh, especially if you're close with your siblings, it's just unlike any other relationship. So we had a really great time. We went to Puerto Aransas and we drank champagne from plastic cups and did yoga on the beach and ate all kinds of oysters. It was just, it was great. That it was really fun. Perfect. That sounds perfect. It was perfect. Now I'm back, though, and I don't usually take real vacations, but they, the, the house, the beach house that we rented didn't have an internet connection, and so I created a bunch of emails and a bunch of content on my computer, but I didn't send anything out, and I got back, and I have um, lots I'm buried by emails, and I was just telling 
Carissa and Tony a second ago. I was like, it's like when your kitchen is so dirty, you just, you have that desire to burn it down instead of cleaning. <laughs> it just be easier to rebuild it. I'm just like, if you have sent me an email, I hope by the time this podcast airs on Monday that I've responded to you. <laughs> but For sure. have patience. I think Tony can talk a little bit about that sibling relationship being that him and his sister run a business together. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> can. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting and fun. Yeah, for sure. It's a unique, <laughs> unique relationship, siblings. Definitely is. It's the only well, person you can trust fully, in my opinion. Yeah, family <laughs> is family is important for that, for sure. Um, let's see. Well, not much going on down here in Austin now. Thank goodness, South by Southwest is done. All the people have left. I'm recovering. I'm actually doing a whole 30 right now. My body is like praising me and saying, yay, thank you. I was really afraid I was going to turn into a corn chip and queso there for a minute. It's too much, too much. Um, but the new No Cook Paleo website is up and live. It's still being worked on, so it's not perfect yet, but at least it's there. And I'll be adding more stuff every week so you guys can check that out. And I hope that becomes a really good resource for everybody. Um, I don't know, Cassie, did you have anything else you wanted to share? I think we should just like, I really want to get to it. I want to get to Tony's dirt. Like I'm so excited. I do. I mean, in the spirit of full disclosure, all, all you listening friends, I was like, what if we just mix girl talk? (laughs) I wanted to get to it. This is just such a fascinating question for me. And Tony, I'm sure you get this question a lot because it's your expertise. Yeah. But like, I mean, it, 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 if it seems like the headlines evolve on, on some of the major health issues that we encounter, cholesterol, saturated fat, you know, those, the headlines kind of change drastically and they stay consistent for a while, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's easier to follow. But when it comes to olive oil, it seems like the headlines are changing almost on a daily, weekly basis Oh yeah, be- because there's, there's such a miss there's a miss on what the truth is out there. So anyways, we really want to hear it from the horse's mouth. Um, I, I think you make an amazing product. I have, uh, I have Cassandrinos olive oil in my cupboard and it's always, it's my favorite finishing olive oil. It is so delicious. Um, anyways, I'm just, I'm just honored to have you on the podcast today, but I'd love to know how did you and your sister get into selling olive oil? How did this all start? All right. Well, we've basically been around olive oil our entire lives since we were little kids. Uh, whenever we were in Greece, I mean, most of our family lives there and that's what everyone in our village does. I mean, everybody owns olive trees and they farm olives among, you know, other things as far as, I mean, they have figs and animals also, but olives is definitely the number one, uh, way you make a living where we're from, which is literally a village of maybe 2000 people. I mean, we're talking a tiny little place, but just as many olives as you can see forever. Um, so, I mean, something we grew up with that was always around um, all our family members, you know, my dad, myself, we all, we all have olive trees in Greece. Um, I never really intended on selling the oil, like for a living. I, I, me and my sister, we both, uh, we grew up in the restaurant industry with my parents owning restaurants and, um, my uncle, he was actually the guy who uh, sold our olive oil. He wholesales it up in uh, 
upstate New York and Canada. Um, but, uh, a few years ago, um, I was living in Philadelphia. I was stationed there with the Marine Corps and I was uh, working out at CrossFit center city and uh, a bunch of my friends, you know, they're all foodies, you know, everyone was getting into paleo at the time when it's before, you know, when it was just getting popular. Mm-hmm. And I had happened to have gone home to Rochester, uh, a few weeks prior and my uncle gave me a case of olive oil. I just had it in the trunk of the car and we were having a, uh, I think it was somebody's birthday party or something. We, we had a big pig roast and a ton of other food literally right in the box. And, um, they were, they had some Bertoli or some, some crappy olive oil they had on the table. So I was like, Oh, let me go grab ours. You know, I brought it, <laughs> brought it in and everybody tasted it and they're like, Oh my God, what is this? You know, they all <laughs> loved it. So needless to say that whole case of olive oil was gone by the end of the night. Um, nice. people wanted it to take home for themselves. And then, you know, we're just spread and they're like, Oh, we want some of this to a point where I, you know, I was driving back up to Rochester a good five or six hours just to pick up <laughs> olive oil for people. And, um, yeah, it was, it just kind of grew from there. I, you know, just started selling it to my friends, you know, and, uh, then Diane Sanfilippo like convinced me to, Hey, you need to really start selling this. And, you know, so I started a little business and, uh, got it from my uncle and we, you know, started selling it online because it was, uh, at the time I was moving down here to Texas and, uh, yeah, started a website and got a little too busy too quick being on active duty in the Marine Corps and, and then doing this after hours was kind of rough. Um, so after about a year, I brought my sister into it, who is probably one of the smartest people I know. And I'm a firm believer in surrounding yourself with the best people you can. So talked to her about it. I was like, Hey, why don't you come on board? And we became partners and just taken off ever since. I love that. It warms my heart. I mean, <laughs> not, it really, really does. Not, I just, you know, we're in the day and age where we have access to all these consumer reviews and we can be choosier about supporting the companies, you know, kind of the company and the mission behind the actual product. And you have an incredible product, but even more, you have depth. Like I just, it just makes me really want to support you. I think you're up to some really cool stuff and I love hearing how you started. It's just awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Right in the box. <laughs> and that, that has been our, our soul, not our, our soul, our, our base, you know, it was definitely the CrossFit community. Obviously we've grown outside of that, Yeah. you know, I mean, but CrossFit and paleo, you know, that'll always be, you know, our foundation and where we started, um, which I always tell people like we definitely have when it comes to olive oils, you know, we, we definitely have the fittest customer base. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So for our listeners to get into the dirt here and the inside scoop on the industry, I mean, Mm. what from your perspective and what you know, you know, what do you want people to know about the olive industry? Like what bits of education or what can you share to the consumers about olive oil that can, you know, help them make uh, Mm. better decisions and, and be knowledgeable? Like, what would you like to share about that? Cause that's what like, ugh. no, like, it is. there's like it's, stuff you find out and you're like, wait a minute. And then, and then it's like easy to, to want to buy, you know, the really good quality, but you know, what yeah. does that even look like? Well, a big thing, you know, and what I t- try and tell people, um, 
I'm an analogy person, but and, and but it kind of goes across all the spectrums. Is you, it, it applies to olive oil just like it applies to everything. Whether you're talking about where you're getting your sardines or your steak or your chicken or your eggs or your you name it, vegetables, fruits, whatever, you always want to know your source, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you want to know what that source is doing to produce this product or food or whatever it is. Um, you know, the olive oil industry definitely has some, I mean, it's a food commodity, just like anything else. It's gonna, you know, people, a lot of times the bottom line is the bottom line and how do we make the most amount of money in the cheapest way possible? Right. You know, so a lot of times you have these mega corporations, you know, that just want to produce as much product as they can and push it. And, you know, the quality isn't really the number one thing they care about because as long as they're making money at a huge volume well who cares you know we'll we'll take this subpar product and throw it in walmart and just sell tons of it and just make a ton of money right you know um now the problem with that is you know in the past there have been a few and i don't it i'm 100 percent convinced it's not nearly as uh mainstream as people think it is there there have been some major corporations that have adulterated their oil with cheaper oils. Um, some people even have put it on their labels, you know, cause some people don't even know and don't care. A lot of people don't care. You know, I mean, you look at people buying extra virgin canola oil, you know? So, I mean, ultimately, um, and, and you know, the listeners listen to this podcast mainly, they, they are a little bit more educated on food than your average consumer out there. Um, but yeah, the, the big thing is to know the producer. Now, you know, that study that came out from USC that said, you know, 69% of olive oils are fake. Um, I would call BS on that uh, 100 days out of 100. Um, you know, it was funded. People got to look at who funded that study and how the study was conducted and where they got that oil. Um, mm-hmm. a big, And they got it off store shelves, which you can go into any store shelf right now or any store right now, whether it be, you know, Whole Foods or Central Market or any grocery store in America, and you can pull up bottles. If they have a harvest and expiration date, which chances are half of them won't, um, it's probably old oil. And what I mean by old is, you know, two, three, if not four years old. Um, A lot of people don't even know that what a harvest date is or why do you – you know, what an expiration date, why, why it would be on there. Um, right. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people that, you know, know a lot about food and they're like, oh my goodness, I didn't even realize this, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can go to any grocery store right now and pick up an expired bottle of olive oil. It, it happens every time I walk into one, you know, from normal grocery stores to high-end grocery stores, you know? Can you but, briefly uh, say why that really matters? Uh, okay, that, well, and that's the most important thing. Um, with olive oils is freshness. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a a great olive oil today, and then that say, say I sold my bottle of olive oil to any grocery store. We'll call it grocery store X Y, and they you know goes through their distribution process, and then they put it on a shelf with a hundred other olive oils, and it sits under a light, and it doesn't get sold for two and a half years. Well, now that olive oil isn't all that great anymore. You know, 
And, and that was a problem with that whole study that USC conducted as they went and got these olive oils off of store shelves that were old and said, oh, well, these aren't extra virgin anymore. Well, yeah, they're old, it's old oil, you know, so it tested outside the parameters. Now, that doesn't mean all olive oil is fake um, or all olive oil companies are producing fake olive oil. It just mm-hmm. means that you went and grabbed specific bottles and tested them, you know. Right. And, and that's, you know. We, that's one thing with us and we, we are very picky on who we do wholesale to because we want to ensure that they can sell whatever they buy from us to their customers this year. We only sell this year's harvest, um, to ensure that people are getting the freshest available oil that they could possibly get, you know, and that's one thing that you will not get purchasing olive oil in a grocery store. Just doesn't happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you so know, let's say um, if you are going to go to the grocery store to buy mm-hmm. olive oil, which we hope all of our fans will <laughs> just buy your olive oil from now on. But let's say if you do, like, what what should you be looking for, and like, how can you um, kind of pick the best? You know, what do you have yeah. any like tips for consumers definitely. as they're shopping? De- yeah, definitely. And I'll, I'll tell you, I'll be the first to admit, I buy all different kinds of olive oil all the time like on a regular basis, just because I like trying different olive oils. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, if it's a real, true, legit olive oil, whether it's from Texas or California or Australia or Spain, Greece, Italy, wherever, if it's a real, legit olive oil and it's a fresh olive oil, I mean, it's, it's like wine. You know, they're all different depending on what kind of olives they use and what location it comes from. You know, it's going to be different. Um, so, you know... If, if we're all on par, you know, then you want to say, okay, what do I look for in an oil? Well, you want to get the first and foremost thing is to look for the harvest date. When was this oil actually harvested? When were these olives harvested? Um, we're in 2015 right now. So the, the last harvest season was the winter of 2014 slash 15. So if you see a bottle that says harvest date 2012, which is not uncommon, I, I found one the other day at a high-end grocery store in Fort Worth that was 2011, you know, but then, I mean, honestly, you'll have some people are like, Oh, that's older. That's, it's like wine. It's, it's, it's better, (laughs) you know, but I mean, it's just people, you know, just don't know. And you know, whatever, it's not a big deal. You just, you know, you learn by learning, but, um, yeah. So the, the first thing is to look for the harvest date. Um, you definitely want to know when that olive oil was produced. Now the expiration date, honestly, if there's a harvest, the expiration date's really not too important because, I personally wouldn't be buying olive oil that was more than two years old. Um, I mean, it, we, we put a 24-month expiration date on our bottles. There's no there's no law saying when you have to do it. Most uh, companies in America will put 36 to 38 months on their bottles. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the expiration date's really not that important. More, the biggest thing is try to find something that's under – 24 months old. Um, and for the if you harvest find, date. For the harvest date, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, after that, um, a common practice, especially with, uh, I'm not going to like call Italy out, but they're, they're the, they do it the most. They'll buy olives from all over the world, and um, they will blend them all together and then bottle them and then call it a product of Italy and then ship it out and you know, a lot of times you don't know what you're getting. You can begin some really, and a lot of times when that happens, 
they're essentially buying the leftover oils from the other countries that they couldn't sell and that are going to blend them all together and bottle it. Um, a lot of times you will see on the bottle, it will say product of, and it'll list like seven or eight different countries. It'll be like Tunisia, Greece, Israel, France, Spain. It's like, wow. Okay. So you so want to look for a one country product. Uh, yeah. And not, not even one country, but one specific part of that country. Okay. Um, most, uh, European, uh, good, you're legit. Uh, I'm not talking about your Bertolis, you know, your actual estate, uh, olive oils will have a PGI, which is a protected geographical indicator saying where in that country that olive oil came from. Like our olive oil comes specifically from Laconia, which is our state. It's where like ancient Sparta is, you know, essentially we're about 15, 20 miles from there. But that whole area that that's specifically where our oil comes from. And we, that's the only place we're allowed to, you know, produce it. Um, same thing here in California. If you're buying a, a California olive oil, you know, that you want to look for, um, like a, there, there, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of great olive oils in California, but you're much better off getting them from one, you know, specific, uh, state instead of a mass producer in my opinion because there's a there's a big one out there in california and they're actually one of the ones that funded that report by usc and they uh you know hmm. i don't i don't have a lot of respect for them <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're looking for harvest date and then we're looking for specifically where it comes from and the where more specific from. the better yeah what and would then you, you also, say your number three is uh if it's a clear glass bottle don't even look at it and why is that? Because it's, I mean, well, for one, I mean, well, like, it's let's a lot say of, some of our listeners may, may not be as well. Okay. Um, well, I mean, in olive yeah, oil, so the, the light, the light will oxidize the oil much. It, it oxidizes it pretty quickly. That's why you always want to store it in a cupboard. Um, you don't want to just keep it out on your kitchen counter where the sun or the artificial light is just beaming on it all day long. Unfortunately, you know, I mean, I've been in grocery stores where, you know, they, they got a, a bottle of oil sitting on a top shelf. It's clear. You know, you just got the light sitting on it, you know, 17, 18 hours a day. It's going to go bad way faster. You know, okay. that's why if you do ever buy, you know, say I go because I have bought olive oils in grocery stores. You know, I, I do it um, just to try them out. And if I find a legit oil that I like and I think I want to get, I'll get it from the back of the shelf where it's been hiding in the dark. Smart. You know, you, you never want to grab that front bottle that's just sitting in the light the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's another, you know, definite thing to look for. You know, but, um, yeah, that's a biggie. I mean, to me, it just, I mean, it, it's pretty well known in the industry. You know, uh, that clear glass, it's just not what you use. It's cheaper, you know, and people do it to cut corners and, or you know, whatever. <laughs> it is what it is. But ultimately, you know you want to keep it out of the light no matter what. Yeah. You know, definitely. Uh, it's not good for it. Cool. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's good information to, to know, um, you know, what I'm, to look I'm for. I'm doing when a you... mental inventory on what I have in my pantry. <laughs> Cassie's right now. Like I'm not even paying attention to the podcast. I'm going through my pantry right now, throwing some stuff out. Yeah. No, you're, you're creating some action items. I think this is really, really useful information. And it also makes me wonder, Tony, 
like, you know, you can go to the high-end grocery stores and there's some inclination. You you look at the, okay, so let's say you walk past the olive oils that are in the big Mm -hmm. plastic jugs. Yep. Right? And you're like, okay, well, I know know to think better about that. There's no harvest date on them. There's maybe no expiration date um, or location listed. And then you move on to the glass bottles and like, okay, well, definitely not the clear glass ones because the rate of oxidation is that much faster and the expiration mm-hmm. is going to come that much sooner. So then we move on to the colored glass bottles and all of a sudden we're, our eyes start popping at some of the price tags. Yep. You know, and, and the, I'm, and I'm sure you've got an opinion here. I'm totally just fishing though, but you know, price more expensive doesn't necessarily mean better. So it's not like no. we're we're telling you to go and grab that $50 little bitty bottle of olive oil. No, I mean, it, it doesn't, but there's other things that come into play, especially when you're talking about like a smaller estate oil. Like we, I'll be the, I mean, we, we sell our olive oil for more than a giant mega corporation does because there's a lot yeah. more work that goes into it. We don't, you know, I, I mean, we're, a lot of our olive trees are we they have to be hand picked because they're on rough terrain on the side of some pretty insane mountains and you're taking a donkey up there or, you know <laughs> seriously like yeah it, it's old school you went you went and saw the process it's pretty old school i mean a lot of times you're literally that i mean they're filling sacks and carrying them down by donkey and you know they're but people don't realize how much work really goes into the process of making olive oil, which we're going to shoot a big, long video this coming season. Um, but, um, yeah, but it, it's, uh, I mean, people don't realize, like, it, okay, you buy a, a, a three-liter tin of olive oil, um, almost an entire tree, you know, like a whole tree. That's wow. what it produces. You know, the average tree produces about four or five liters. So essentially, <clears throat> essentially, like a, a can and a bottle or two, that's an entire tree you just bought. And it only, we only harvest it once a year. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, you know, so when you're talking about um, people handpicking olives instead of, you know, them being completely in nice flat rows and machines taking them, you know, doing it quickly and easily. You know, it, it's essentially the difference, you know, a good comparison would be, are you buying, you know, Purdue chicken who's just mass producing and maybe cutting corners or are you going to get your chicken from a local farmer who's right. doing it right? You right. know, um, it, that doesn't always mean you're going to, you know, I mean, uh, I've, I've seen a lot of $40 bottles of olive oil in clear glass that are, you know, not sometimes you're just paying for the bottle right sometimes you are no sometimes you are (laughs) right you know and you know because people will put a not so great product at a high price point and just expecting people to buy it and some people do you know they're like oh this is the most expensive bottle i'm gonna buy it Mm -hmm. definitely i mean same thing with wine you know i mean i I personally a lot of times like cheaper wine (laughs) i think it's better to me yeah (laughs) yeah for sure sure. Sometimes that twenty dollar bottle of wine's a lot better than the hundred dollar bottle. But uh, I, uh, I'm a big fan of the nine ninety nine A to Z Pinot from Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, like I like a twelve dollar bottle. That's like my it's my jam. Yeah, yeah. right there for sure. No, I think I think that's great. I just I wanted to touch on that because um, I just that's not we're not necessarily promoting that. 
I know it can be overwhelming when you're staring at the olive oil aisle and now all oh, of a yeah. sudden you're armed with all this information and you're thinking that we're asking you to, to buy the most expensive one. That's not it. It's kind of shifting the context around spending your money wisely and really appreciating what went into that product um, and, and being an educated consumer. Um, and how ultimately just like we do with, like you said earlier, Tony, with the other areas of our health, we're investing in our health by buying quality meats and, Mm -hmm. uh, and organic fruits and vegetables. This is another area that, that we can invest in our health, not, not just invest in our health, but also it happens to be so much more delicious. Oh my Um, gosh. So you've got that. Well, and and unfortunately that's another problem is. A lot of people have never tasted real olive real oil. Real olive oil. I mean, it, I mean, you guys, will, you'll see next month down at Walmart. I remember when facts, I first tasted yeah, Tony's like, wow, olive oil, and it like changed my life. I was like, wait a minute, what have I been, what have I been using? I was like, yeah. this is, this is amazing. I was like, yeah, it's, it's a pretty amazing experience. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's like get, eating chicken McNuggets your whole life and then going and eating a real chicken. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's. And a lot of people are like, wow, what is it? Why is it like this? You know, it's like, to me, I mean, it's like, this is normal. This is what it's supposed to be like. Yeah. You yeah. Know, this is how it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be, you know, watered down tasting or bland. It's supposed to have like some taste to it, you know? Right. So, so Tony, can you tell us real quick, like maybe like your top three reasons of why we should buy your olive oil? Hmm. Top three reasons. <laughs> Putting me on the spot. I this am. One. I am. <laughs> <laughs> he, I'll say one for you. Be like, well, I'm devilishly good looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I would say, you know, first and foremost, you, you're definitely, I mean, and we are 100% transparent. We post, uh, let me touch on something really quick for yeah. because it's going to no, go, go into ahead. that. Um, a lot of people ask, like, how can you tell a, a real olive oil? A lot of people like, oh, the refrigerator test or the color of it. Mm. most of that's all BS. I mean, olive oil changes on color depending on uh, lots of different things. Um, some r- real olive oil will coagulate in the fridge. So will a lot of fake or other oils, you know, okay. so that's not a true test. Um, the only real way to t- tell is with a chemical analysis um, where you actually analyze the acidity level in the olive oil itself. Um, we get every batch that we send over here to America from Greece or, or anywhere else in the world where we wholesale, but um, it's all tested. We actually have that testing on our website. Um, so, you know, the one, the first reason I would tell anyone is they're getting the freshest product that is available. Um, it, we, I would rather not sell last year's harvest and use it in for cleaning stuff than I would, uh, or anything else you use olive oil for, then, then sell it because we, I mean, we're very, uh, we want to really give our customers the best product available. Uh, second, I would say, you know, we're, we're transparent and you know what you're getting, you know, you're, you, it's out there. Um, you know, we, we have a pretty good reputation and that's for a reason. I mean, we're not hiding anything. We're not, you know, we're hundred percent accessible, trans, transparent will answer any question me or epi you know um and third hmm, what's the third reason uh we're a veteran-owned company (laughs) oh love it we do love that we do love that for sure (laughs) i love that my dad is a veteran and uh i love i don't know it's a i go to a lot of networking events for their architectural engineering firm 
Yeah. And it's just, it's just, I don't know. It kind of, it, it explains a lot um, to, I don't know, just some of the morals and principles around uh, veteran owned small businesses are, they're pretty consistent. So I'll recap those three for you if you'd like. <laughs> uh, Cassie, what service reasons. was your uh, dad in? Uh, Air Force. Okay. So my dad was in the Marine Corps. So see. Oh, look at yeah. us. Oh, look at us. Mm-hmm. We're all a bunch of brats. <laughs> um, except for Tony, because he's actually done it. Right. right. Um, <laughs> He'll have his own brats one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Cassandra, I'll, C- Cassandrinos. I want my first Cassandra, and for whatever reason, I always want to call it Cassandra Oliver. That's okay. If you ever want to do a spinoff, let me know. <laughs> um, Cassandrinos Olive Oil, Product Integrity, I think is what you were touching on for the first mm-hmm. one. Transparency, you'll answer any question. Um, and you're veteran-owned. I think those are the three awesome reasons. The fourth one is that you guys will just love it. You're, you're going to taste oh, it and just You'll never want to up. use anything else ever again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll just, I mean, it just, your olive oil, Tony, I'm sorry, I keep going on about it. I clearly <laughs> have love affair with foods. But like the, your olive oil, it just, it makes me, I, sometimes I get fancy with my salad dressings, you know, and I mm-hmm. whip it up and I try to add more flavors to zhuzh things up. And, uh, when I first got a bottle of your olive oil, I just went back to the super basics because that's mm-hmm. all I wanted and all I needed was just a little olive oil, a little lemon juice and salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just makes the best salad. So I think those are great. Last question for you is um would love to know olive oil aside which is wildly successful and i predict continues to be um what other neat products are you guys offering right now okay well yeah we've obviously we've added if anyone's been on our brand new website that just came out we added uh we have a spice line now um which is amazing i like i'm not just saying that like we have some they're really very good legit seasoning blends that we have um we will have a limited edition coming out next week so check out for that nice. um we're also selling uh the primal kitchen mayo on our website which i personally so love uh, yeah i had it and i mean i'm not i would never put anything on our website that um i didn't 100 percent love I wouldn't, and that wasn't 100% legit uh, as far as what the ingredients are in there. And, you know, I I had Primal Kitchen Mayo uh, three weeks ago, and I was like, I called Effie right away, and I was like, we need to offer this to our customers. Nice. You know, um, (laughs) yeah, I I fell in love with it. I was like, I'm going to. So we contacted them, and we're like, yeah, let's do this. Um, We also have... um, our ultra premium balsamic vinegar and a ultra premium fig balsamic vinegar, which I can't stop like drinking this stuff. <laughs> Good goo. I, I love fig balsamic vinegar. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it, it's, it's so amazing. I'm, I'm like addicted to it. I spent a good two years looking for a high quality fig vinegar and I finally found it and I was like, okay, that's it. Nice. Found it, putting it. Um, yeah, so that's coming um, next week. It'll be available. Um, and then we have our soap line, which is really amazing. Um, all organic, 
all natural ingredients, nothing that it, it's, it's legit and it's very addictive. Be yeah. careful. <laughs> then we got good uh, stuff. Yeah. Then we got uh, a lip balm. Uh, we have three different flavors of lip balm. Um, I personally love the burnt sugar, like to the point where I want to eat it, <laughs> but Yep, and that's about it right now. We will be having, come August, um, my father, who has a pretty good-sized farm, he uh, has bees, and we will be having honey <gasps> from his oh farm. Oh, my goodness. So that's going to be on a limited uh, amount, probably looking at about 500 pounds this year, which sounds like a lot, but it goes quick. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, so that'll be coming around fall. Man, good stuff to look forward to. Congratulations. I mean, it just, like I said, it warms my heart to not just see great products uh, produced by great people, but to see you be successful at it. So I think that's that's awesome. Um, And thank you also for coming on the podcast today and sharing your knowledge. This is good stuff. Thanks, Tony. You're awesome. My pleasure. Yeah. We love our Texas peeps. (laughs) We do. (laughs) Everyone's flocking here. I know, right? (laughs) <laughs> it's the it's the lovely weather as we sit here staring at springtime. Oh, so nice today. It is. Well, um, in addition to being so gracious and coming on and sharing his knowledge, Tony is also offering up a really nice prize package as a giveaway to one of our podcast listeners. So if you would like to enter, you need to go on to fedandfit.com where we keep the show notes um, for every single show, you can see the archive for all of them, but click on episode 13 and you'll be able to see a recap of the show today, but also at the bottom of that is a giveaway and he is giving us a one of his bottles of olive oil, so that 500 milliliter bottle of olive oil and a spice blend of your choice. So you've got one week to enter and then we will announce the next winner on a week from Monday, so next week's podcast. Uh, and I'm looking at a calendar to tell you exactly what date that is. (laughs) That looks like it'll be April 6th. So come back, listen to the podcast again on April 6th, and uh, check out to see if you were the winner. Thank you again, Tony, for coming on. It was a blast. We really appreciate it. And we'll see see you soon at Paleo FX. Yeah. Yeah. We got about another month. I know. I'm so excited. So excited. It is. It is going to be here before we know it. I can't wait. It feels like a big reunion. I oh, yeah. know. It is. Like, it is. It is. It's like Facebook all your- in real life. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is it. It is Facebook in real life. It's kind of an interesting uh, profession that we all have. We're all, you know, it's kind of a lonely profession. It's you and your computer or, well, you, Tony, you and your sister and the olive oils. Yeah, that sounds less lonely, um, but <laughs> um, but uh, but you know, you, I really feel like all of you guys are my friends and colleagues, and it's nice to actually see faces once a year. Well, we Definitely. we are your friends and your colleagues. So, <laughs> oh, good. So I'm not I'm not just sitting here. You're not delusional. It's okay. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, thank you again so much for coming on, and listeners, be sure to check out that giveaway, and be sure to check out. Cassandrinos Olive Oil Online. If you're listening and you don't have access to our show notes, it's just cassandrinos.com, and that's spelled K-A-S-A-N-D-R-I-N-O-S.com. Check it all out. You won't regret it. It's really delicious, and you're supporting a great company. So thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll be back again next week.